Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here's the question. Would you invite your ex to your wedding? Now, maybe you're already married, so this time has passed, but let's just think about it hypothetically. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts is filling in. Sonny's at the controls. Yeah. And um, so why are we asking this question, Holly? Because we like to start trouble. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, this question, or asking this because I ran across this BuzzFeed article where this young woman named Haley, she asked her ex-boyfriend to her wedding. And the reason we know this is because her ex-boyfriend, they dated for a few years in mm-hmm. high school and they remained friendly. He shared the invite, the RSVP, on social media and said that he was going. Mm-hmm. And then that got a lot of people going, being like, how can you even go to your ex's wedding? How how tacky is that? People were not only going after this guy for RSVPing, RSVPing to the party, but they were also going after her for inviting her ex-boyfriend to the wedding in the first place. What? I know people are weird and people are dumb and they can't be nice on social media because she was like, you know what? We dated for a couple years in high school mm-hmm. because she's fairly young. Mm-hmm. She's in her early 20s. Uh, but she just said, look, we stayed friends and I wanted to invite this guy to my wedding because yeah. we are friends. Not a big deal. You people are taking this way out of context. So it got me thinking, would you invite your ex to, to your to your, wedding? your wedding? Exactly. 651-641-1071. That's the question. Would you invite your ex to your wedding? Uh, and we'd love to hear from you. I will ask the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go around the circle. Okay. And uh, would you invite your ex to your wedding? Let's start with Sonny. Would no, you? Oh, man. No, that's messy. It's messy. Mm-mm, yeah. My fiance. Um, it's not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it were like a high school boyfriend, like even that wouldn't even. I guess when you put it like that, yeah. I just immediately thought the most recent ex. But something from like when I was 13. Right. Yeah, maybe not cool. a big deal. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and maybe you just don't say anything. I mean, it's just like. I no guess. I mean, I. See, I don't want to say that. Cause he I know. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say. I could be back. slick. I could be slick and put out like a Facebook post. And then be uh-huh. like, oh, that's cool, Sonny. How'd you get married? And they show up. But. <laughs> but yeah, from somebody from like junior high, I don't see why it would be if we maintain. No, I don't see why it'd be a big deal. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Would you invite an ex to a wedding, Holly? To your wedding, I should to say. To my wedding, yes. yes. And I say that having been an ex invited to a wedding. I went to my ex boyfriend's wedding. Uh-huh. Now we were friends in high school. Uh-huh. 
Then we had a relationship Mm post-college. Then we were not friends anymore, and then we re-became friends. Uh So we had a long history with each other. Mm -hmm. I had no problem going to his ex's wedding. However, it made for an interesting moment when I met up with his parents at his wedding. They didn't know I was going to be there. Yeah, that's weird. And they're so nice, and they're so... mm, they gave me that Minnesota interesting look. Yeah. They're like, mm, that's, oh, oh that's, neat. that's interesting that so you're here. But I wow. would invite him to my wedding. Totally. Totally. Um, I, I think I had more than one ex at my wedding and never thought anything of it. And you have to remember, my husband and I, even though we didn't date in high school, we went to high school together. Right. So he knew my ex from high school and he, you know, he knew of other people in my life. And I just like, he told, we didn't think anything of it. It was like, it was mutual friends. Yeah. And it was like, look, I'm not getting married to this guy or that guy to this guy. Yes. Yeah. So I I just think it's interesting, but I'm always curious to hear what other people's thoughts are. Let's go to Angela. Angela has called in and Angela, would you invite your ex to your wedding? If I was friends with my ex, absolutely. I chuckled when I heard you start saying this because this is such a straight people problem. Ah, yeah. Um, I feel like when you're queer, your your pool is smaller, and so you end up having to figure out how to be friends or at least acquaintances a lot more. Versus when you're straight, people just like disappear into the ether, and you might never see them again. Right. Uh-huh. You know, and I think you know, uh, Angela. Thank you so much for your call. I think that the same goes for like if you are from a smaller community, yep. whether it's a small town or a small like pocket of the city or whatever. If you are in a place where people travel in the same circles for yes. a long, that question does becomes kind of obsolete because. Because, of course, you're still going to remain friendly with this person. Maybe they're friends of somebody else. And we're still in those same social circles. Exactly. Okay, let's go to Steve. Steve is on the line. Steve, would you invite your ex to your wedding? No. No. My ex invited me to, like, I think it was her fourth wedding. And the RSVP was the first thing I put back in the mail. I, I couldn't. I was kind of creeped out by it. Really, <laughs> it so, bugged me. I mean, we 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 didn't stay married thirty years ago because we didn't get along. I didn't. Last thing I wanted to do was hang out at your wedding. Right. So okay, you so, just felt it was unnecessary to have that kind of relationship with this person. Well, yeah, our kids are grown, and you know, I, I don't care who you're. You know, I. No, I didn't want to be there. Yeah, Steve, thank you for your call. I think that mm-hmm. that's another um, that's another thing that like I didn't even consider is if the ex is somebody who you were married to. Yeah, well, and maybe have children with. Even that was my right. first thought. It depends on how what you guys ki- ended. How and- ex? How ex are you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like what kind of exes are you? Right, right. right. Um, I think that one would be a harder one to navigate. The ex spouse, yeah. and I would th- I would say that that would have to be one that you'd have to be real above board from the get-go about Mm -hmm. um, with everybody, you know, whether it's like, I'm going to invite you and here's why, or I'm not going to invite you and here's why. Right. And then that that strategy could backfire if you invited them and expected them to say no. Right. But then they They actually showed up. Mm. So you have to be careful about how you strategize your invitations. Yes. Mm. Let's go to Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Heidi, would you invite your ex to your wedding? I did. Oh, Oh, say more. Um, yeah, so I 
dated him years prior, and I knew my now my husband back then. And actually, my husband at the time when I was dating this gentleman was dating one of my friends. So then years passed, and we reunited and started hanging out as friends again, and then it turned romantic, and we had the blessing of my friend who he dated, um, and she was a bridesmaid, and she spoke at our wedding, and I also invited my my ex that I dated back then, too. We got along really great. We had mutual friends, and it just, we tried it for, like, about a year, and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, but we really liked each other, so we kind of just friend, friend-zoned each other. Right. Yep. We still, to this day, go golfing, because He's married now, and his wife doesn't like to golf, so she's just like, you golf with him, so I don't have to. There you, you know? go. Mm-hmm. So it's just, and we kind of laughed at the time. Like, we probably have the most, because I also had two other guys at the wedding that I had dated, and we invited them, like, because we have mutual friends. and Right, so and when you, and once you're friend-zoned, you're friend-zoned. That is true. Right? Thanks for sharing. Yes, yeah, exactly. thank you, Heidi. Uh, well, we have to... Uh, I was going to take Mackenzie's call, but unfortunately we are out of time. But when we come back, Holly, I have a question Yeah, for you specifically. Mm-hmm. Are you caught up on Handmaid's Tale? Do I have to answer oh now? Oh my God. <laughs> well, no, let's I, just leave it no, right there. I'm not. It sounds like Sonny is, though. Perhaps <laughs> she watched <laughs> last <laughs> night's episode. I, wa- I started watching it because you tweeted about it, Holly. Yeah. Okay, we will talk about it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. Well, I have realized that I really have only like one or two TV shows that are appointment viewing for me. And one of them is a streaming show, which is kind of unique in this day and age, right? This mm-hmm. is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts has been filling in. Sonny's been joining us at the controls. Yay. Okay, so you guys, Wednesday comes, and I know in the morning Mm-mm-mm. that my evening, regardless of what time I get home and how late I will have to be up in order to fit this in. <laughs> I will be watching Handmaid's Tale. It's your story. It's one of my stories. And, you know, here's the... Okay, first of all, The Handmaid's Tale, this is a Hulu original series. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of a project that was started by Elizabeth Moss based on the book, The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. The book itself... Um, was a bestseller yes. for many, many years. And she um, felt really connected to the story. And she really was, Elizabeth Moss, was very um, instrumental in making this project happen. It it won many awards last year. She won an Emmy season. for it. Yep. And she's also an executive producer on the show. Now, the first season ended where the book ended. Yes. And for those of us who were um, really kind of gripped by the storyline, I, I, I won't speak for you, but I will speak for myself. I was concerned isn't the right word. I was um, I was waiting to judge You're whether or not I was going to stay with it based on how w- the trajectory of the story. Oh, of course, because like you said, the first season is what happens in the book. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you find that satisfying is up to you. But it's like, where 
where are they going to go? Where are you going to take this story and how are you going to end it? Because by if you haven't read the book, there is an epilogue to the book, yep. but it has nothing to do with what happens at the end of the book. Yes. I mean, you know, there's a lot of unanswered questions exactly. is what I'm saying. Exactly. So what we're seeing now is in the second season, by the way, what's unique about it, or at least is good about it, that gave me some faith, is that Margaret Margaret Atwood is um, involved in the storyline. So right. she, it's still the world that she created. It still is her voice that is helping to guide what is happening in Gilead, which is this Oof. part I mean, of the former United yes. States. Things happened in the United mm-hmm. States that led to the formation of Gilead, which is a uh, country, a like a, a colony, col- like a, a colony. colony. It's yeah, it's, it's something we haven't seen yet, right. but not that we won't see, because that's part of what is fascinating about this show is it does respond to there's a lot of art imitating life in it right and that's what the handmaid's tale has done in season two Mm -hmm. because they're not going off of the book the book being written in the Mm mid-1980s now they did a good job in the first season i thought of the handmaid's tale of relating it to 2018 yeah but the second season does a fantastic job of relating what's happening in the story to the here and now and reflecting refracting our world the way it is now i'm just gonna say this If you've been paying attention to the news, it is amazing, amazing how coincidentally, because this, this was like this show, the show that was released yesterday, because they drop one episode a week. Mm -hmm. This was the 10th episode of this season. This was put in the can months ago, right? Months ago. Oddly, so to use your term, refracting what is happening in our world right now. It is uncanny. Oh, It is uncanny. And it was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And every single week when I watch this show, I say to myself, why do I put myself through this? Now, that is a criticism that the show has faced, particularly in its second season, mm-hmm. that some people have stopped watching it because they view it as some sort of torture porn for right. lack of a better word right. it's yep. very graphic mm-hmm. it's extremely violent mm-hmm. and week after week these characters are going through the unimaginable mm-hmm. and, you know and it's hard to digest for some people it is. what's the creepiest first of all I love American Horror Story but American Horror Story has nothing on Handmaid's Tale for me right. personally oh, yeah. and then right. what I think what and I feel like I asked the same question like why do you watch this <laughs> what well is do the, you have an answer because I'm curious because I, I think I do too I think the reason why I watch it is I think they do a good job of juggling like how everyone in Gilead is so civilized and everyone is so mm-hmm. it's like Stepford Wives kind of mm-hmm. but they're still engaging in some of these like horrific things and I think yeah. it's to me it's it, it's fascinating to watch that play out like how mm-hmm. they're, they're still so civil and and they must maintain order but mm-hmm. you're doing the most horrific disgusting like inhumane things yeah. and to me it, that's fascinating when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Think to, like like that push pull, that, that mm-hmm. balance, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, and how they and how the director and the actors and everybody pulls together and they can do it. it that to me is fascinating. This mm-hmm. show for me, the reason why I keep watching it is because there you you cannot argue that there is definitely a voice and a perspective to this. Oh, for sure, and that it operates um, as a commentary on uh, an almost a cautionary tale. Exactly, and that it to me, I think that's important to let that in. I think it's really important to let the cautionary tales in to inform how you digest the world we're actually living in. Right. And I think that The Handmaid's Tale does a fantastic job of letting us know that the actions of the characters don't exist in a vacuum. Right. That these characters aren't one-dimensional and right. there's not just the villain, there's not just the baddies, there's not just the good guys. Mm. Guys, it's that we all exist in a world again where we are human beings made of multitudes mm-hmm. and and this show the handmaid's tale specifically in season 2 does a good job in in exploring people who you think maybe are villains mm-hmm. and understanding the complexities behind the choices that they make mm-hmm. whether or not those choices are good or that they're bad well i think too as you watch it, and i don't know about you too cuz i know you both watch the show mm-hmm. um and i think a lot of tv shows are like this in the sense that you watch them and and you see somebody is in forgive me for like the weird word i'm going to use but like somebody's in a pickle it's I mean, true <laughs> that like you're like that person's in a pickle as i'm watching it i'm thinking to myself what would I do if mm-hmm. I were faced with this very exact? And I, I have that with Elizabeth Moss's character. She plays the handmaid Offred in this, um, in this, in the show, The Handmaid's Tale. And I constantly am watching what she's faced with and going, "What would I do in that situation?" Lots of cause for reflection in yes. the show. So again, I, like all I want to say is last night's episode, OMG. And if you're not caught up, cancel your plans for the weekend and get there ASAP. But, but just be cautious because yeah. it's, it's, it's heavy. Oh, oh it is heavy. Scary. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, get a bottle of wine and sit down Absolutely. in your fat pants. Okay, when we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots for you on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Entertainment. Dumb people doing dumb things. That's uh, what we talk about here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts is in, and she will be the one talking with me about the crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Crazy Stupid Idiots, they're everywhere you look. They're to your right, they're to your left. You might be looking at them and you don't even know it. But hopefully when you look in the mirror, there isn't one staring back at you. And often we find these Crazy Stupid Idiots in the state of Florida. And guess what? Is that where we're going? Absolutely. Good old Schwarzenegger of the USA. Yes. Um, just dangling out there in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Okay, 
you know the joke always is when you go to a wedding, mm-hmm. like the guys want to get with the bridesmaids, right? Oh, it's you so know? funny. Yes, that is the trope. Exactly. I'm going to tell you about a bridesmaid you probably didn't want to get with Uh-oh. or get anywhere near. Mm-mm. Okay. So Brian and Jennifer Butler got married in Florida and the they had really a picture perfect wedding. Oh, mazel. I know. Congratulations yes. to the happy couple. Um but they had a little problem and that problem was the maid of honor. Uh-oh. I know, right? Did she just get sloppy drunk that yeah, happens? Actually, yes. That is <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Okay, I was going to say, you know what? Here's yes. the thing, Colleen, I understand. I actually sympathize with her because sometimes if you're in the bridal party, you get to take advantage of an open bar. Yes, this is true. And you get to the. Okay, can I just tell you what the real problem is right now in my life? Uh I can't find this chick's first name, um, but her last name is Willis. So we're just going to call her Willis. I think her first name based on her uh, mugshot is. Yeah, it's Willis. um, When the couple, the happy couple was having their first dance, Brian and Jennifer Butler got out on the floor to share their first dance as a married couple. That is when Ms. Willis started hitting the bottle. Mm. One of the other guests uh, says of Ms. Willis, quote, she was a mess. She drank almost an entire bottle of Fireball. Oh, ew. Spicy. Yeah. No. I mean, that, you know, that's going to give you heartburn, too. Oh, I don't know well, that that's, that's gonna a good choice. Well, that's going to give you other burns. There, yeah. Okay. And it did give her some all kinds of burns. Mm. Not the kind, I don't know. I don't know about the kind you're speaking of, but. Yeah, you do. Within about a half. No, I mean, I, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't talked to her, so I don't know oh, how that, okay, how, so we're what not, the outcome was. We're not going to project on no, her is what you're saying. But Ms. Willis was allegedly drunk within 20 minutes to a half hour and started oh. asking people for her key, for their keys. She went up to the best man, grabbed his keys out of his pocket, and then jumped in his car ah. after having an entire bottle of fireball. Mm. She threw the car in reverse and almost hit the best man. The brother of the best man uh, grabbed onto the car and she took off. His feet were dragging across the (laughs) ground. No. Um, He had to hit the e-brake. I'm not sure what the e-brake is. The emergency brake. But like, but, he, but he's on the outside of the car. Is there an emergency brake on the outside? Well, was of the car? he dangling from the car? Oh, he was hit. Half of him was in the car. Half of him was in the That's car, so happened. he could use his hand Got and crank it. on the emergency brake. Well, he grabbed the emergency brake, uh, stopped the car. Uh, she went back inside, grabbed another bottle of Captain Morgan this time, and guzzled it, and then started fighting. I just, I feel sick. I feel this literally is, sick. Can you feel the hangover? Yeah, I, oh. I mean, I can feel beyond the hangover. <laughs> mm-hmm. Captain Morgan and Fireball. Yeah, that's a species Ooh. spicy hangover. Yes, it makes. Does it sort of make you? I mean, like again, I might be projecting, but if I were writing the screenplay of this story, this is a woman scorned. Mm-hmm. This is a woman who um, maybe had a crush on the groom. Maybe it was, I don't know, uh, just got broken up with or broke up with somebody. She was going to have her feelings at this particular wedding of a friend. Um, She is currently facing charges of larceny, battery, grand theft of a motor vehicle, and 
violation of probation. Well, that's going to happen yeah. when you steal a car and you yeah. drink Fireball. I mean, that's a lot. Captain Morgan. I, that, I just, man, she must have been blacked out. She probably doesn't remember no. anything about this. No, which is, yeah. yeah. I, 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 hopefully she has decided that now would be a good time to um, take a pause mm-hmm. from drinking All right. in her life. Let's stay in Florida. <laughs> oh, Colleen. I would love to. Let's stay in Florida. I got a celebrity crazy Ooh, stupidity. Now, this is a very important person, Colleen, who is hanging out on Florida's Emerald Coast. That would be up on the Panhandle. I believe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I thought it was. Yes, on the panhandle. Mm, beautiful, beautiful Emerald Coast of Florida. Well, this woman, a 49-year-old woman, was hanging out at a local bar. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Like you do. So this was earlier this month, and she was hanging out at an AmVet bar, which is kind of like a VFW yep. of sorts. And apparently uh, she got so drunk at a local bar, she was chasing other patriots around the parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, she just was like, ah! Just ta- like, w- chasing them happily, or like... Well, no, was because... Was she playing a game? No, she hit one man who was trying to defend oh. himself. Ugh. That's why she got arrested. Mm. And uh, she attacked another man, and she was uh, just acting a little belligerent. But she's a celebrity, Colleen. I gotta tell you, like, a celebrity crazy well, stupid deal. She is a big darn deal. The reason we know this is because when she charged at one of the deputies, she revealed her identity. Mm. <gasps> Did she pull a, do you know who I am? No, mm. Sonny. She is even more important <gasps> than that. Did oh, wow. she say, I am Wonder Woman? No, Colleen. She screamed that she is a daughter of God. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. so okay. very close, personal. Very, okay relationship exactly well you know you're supposed to govern yourself accordingly (laughs) i'm just saying yeah (laughs) i'm just saying Mm -hmm. you left that part out Mm -hmm. and you know my mom said if you're gonna drink you gotta be able to hold your liquor yes i'm just hearing a lot of people not knowing how to hold i mean you gotta know when to say when you gotta know when to hold them know when to fold them know when to walk away and know when when to run run. and don't chase though don't chase that's not part of the song (laughs) i feel like this daughter of god did not know thyself no this is true also yes she we don't have her name but she was charged with battery and again disorderly Mm. intoxication oh (laughs) she kind of i think we should put her in the the douchebag one too (laughs) she straddles double duty this is a good point this is a good point okay uh okay last one we're going to texas for this one yeah this one you know listen i don't even know that i can call him a crazy stupid idiot honestly <laughs> oh this is a guess the crazy stupid well, idiot. i don't even know if it's a it's a guess if he is a, a crazy stupid idiot you tell me okay so here's the story a guy broke into a smoke shop in houston last saturday and he stole one thousand dollars of merchandise and mm-hmm. cash well that's dumb that is dumb right mm-hmm but usually it's like, usually they get caught because they do something stupid, right? Like, right. I don't even know. Like, they drive a car through the front window and leave their driver's license in the front seat. of the car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's always some sort of dumb thing that they leave behind that gives up their identity. Here's the thing, though. This guy, he might not even actually ever get caught. Really? We only know that this all happened because $1,000 in merchandise and cash were, cash were missing. Mm. And there is a um, surveillance video. Of the guy. But the reason why he won't get caught, even though they have a security system, is because the guy slithered on his stomach. Yeah. The whole 
way into the, and then out again. What's he doing into the, the smoke shop? Was he doing the worms up? No, like the, the he thing was moving sort of, momentum. He was sort of pulling himself. You can watch the video. Yeah, I need he, I need video. He details. pulls. He like pulls the whole register, the the desk or register um, counter, mm-hmm. a, like toward him. Slithers behind it, grabs some merchandise and like a big suitcase full of cash, and then just slithers out. He's like Spider Man. <laughs> If Spider-Man crawled so on the floor, that's what he looks like. It's like if he was on the side of a wall yes. doing the full Spider-Man. But he's on his tummy. But he's on, on his stomach. He's not going to get caught I, because the cops can't identify him. Oh, that looks creepy. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It looks like he's Spider-Man. I feel yeah. like you can see enough of his face, Colleen, that Someday somebody they might find him, yeah. m- might find this person, or he might be doing this as a party trick. Looks like he also has some tattoos on his oh, arms. Oh, yes. That's actually a good point. Usually tattoos will give, give people away. away. Yeah, That's there's true. some marks of identification. And if you pause it while he's pulling the regi- or the desk away to get to behind the register, you can see part of his face. So wow. I feel like Houston authorities will be able to catch Mr. Spider-Man, the smoke shop thief. Isn't that funny, though? That is. I mean, I got to give him points for creativity. And I don't like to give them positive attention, crazy, stupid idiots, because they should be discouraged from this type of behavior. But, like, creativity. Like, I got to applaud that. We'll give him a nice three. We'll hold up the three for him. A three for you, sir. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, we are going to check in with Bradley. He sent another voicemail for us so we can hear how things are going for him in Uganda. We're going to check in with him first, and then we're going to get to our Daily Snap judgment. That's a this or that question we ask every day on the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page. Today, we ask the question, beach, lake, or ocean? That's the question. We'll get to your answers, but first we'll hear from Bradley, his voicemail from Uganda after this on My Talk 1071. Well, Bradley Trainer has been gone this week. He's in Uganda uh, he, as part of World Refugee Day. He's traveled there with the American Refugee Committee and he's visiting the Nakivali Refugee Settlement. And uh, they ran a 5K yesterday. And um, today he sent us yet another voicemail. He's been sending us one every day and we've been sharing them with you on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Holly Roberts has been filling in for Bradley. Sonny's been at the controls. And here is the latest voicemail that we received today from Bradley about his travels in Uganda. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. Hey guys, it's Bradley and it's my second to last day in Uganda um, and I wanted to call and tell you a quick story. Do you mind? Okay. So today was all about Changemakers 365. It's a program that ARC does, essentially boil it down to doing the doable. So a lot less money, a huge impact on the daily lives of people in Naki Valley. So for around $500, they can really change people's daily lives. Well, each of us went off and worked in one of these different projects. Today, I got to work on a project for a car wash at Nakivali, which was pretty cool, okay? And it was all the idea of this guy named Abdullah. So Abdullah was walking by and noticed that there's this area where guys were washing cars basically in a muddy ditch. It was disgusting. And he talked to the guys and he found out that, um, well, it just wasn't ideal, right? 
Washing cars in a muddy ditch, not ideal. In fact, many of them were getting infections in their feet because of the water and the parasites that are in it. So Abdullah thought there's got to be a better way to do this. And he brainstormed and he knew there was this guy named Seam. And Seam actually runs the gas station at Naki Valley, which is not far from where this uh, muddy ditch was. Okay. And he said, hey, Seam, um, could we bring these guys to a part of the gas station area to do the car wash? And Seam didn't have to. I mean, he's running a, his own business. He doesn't necessarily have the time or the resources, but he said, sure, you can take that space. But he also knew that these guys were undercutting each other. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So, you know, there's like 14 guys down there. They're all trying to wash cars. They're competing with one another. They're undercutting their prices, which is basically taking money out of their pockets. So they said, okay, you guys can have a car wash on this space, but you're going to pool resources. And um, they did. So now they're essentially running a cooperative business where they take a certain portion of their profits, put it towards the supplies they need, and then they split the the remainder uh, equally amongst them. Now, none of this would have happened had Abdullah not seen the problem and started thinking about it differently. Where Changemakers 365 comes in is they, for under $500, were able to purchase a cistern to help the guys collect water so that they wouldn't have to rely on the muddy ditch that they were using previously that was making them sick. So had Abdullah not seen the problem, tried to solve it, asked for Seam's help, had Seam not agreed to do the help, had ARC not had the Changemakers 365 program, none of this would have happened. He would have just walked by and guys would have continued to wash cars in a muddy ditch. So that gives you a little taste of the power of this Changemakers 365 program in doing the doable. And it's also just a good lesson for life, right? You see a problem, don't necessarily walk past it. There might be something you can do to change it. My heart is full and I cannot wait to come back and share with you all of my stories from Uganda. But thank you so much for listening to me all week long. Um, Colleen, Holly, thank you guys. I miss you so much. I can't wait to give you great big hugs when I get back, regardless of who's winning the Throwback Live at 145. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. He sent a voicemail. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. Oh,
He'll be back on Monday uh, here on the radio station. But I should also remind you, he will be in the Pride Parade on Sunday. So keep an eye out for him. He'll be on the float along uh-huh. with a lot of your My Talk 1071 favorite uh, hosts. And um, also, don't forget, there's just so much we have to remind people of right now uh, that we are giving away the most spectacular rainbow sunglasses for pride we've got good merch this year we totally do so you'll want to be on the parade route and you'll want to get real lucky yes because those will be passed out only on the parade route that's the only way to get those yes. awesome uh sunglasses if you want to see them you can check them out on the my talk 1071 instagram page mm-hmm. we were modeling them yesterday I am a teen model. <laughs> so that's one thing we have to remind you about. Yes. A couple other things to remind you about before we get to your answers to today's Daily Snap Judgment. Is one of them Cat Fit Dust and our live kitten cam yes. that is happening right now. You go to mytalk1071.com, click on the live kitten cam, and you can see adorable, wonderful kittens. Oh, look, there's Mama Cat B. Mm-hmm. Arthur. She's hanging out in the room. And guess what? If you go to the MyTalk1071 Facebook page, there is still a contest running where you can have an opportunity to name one of the kittens. So a lot of the kittens are named after our lovely hosts here at My Talk, but there is one that still needs a name and maybe you can be the one to give it a name. Yes, it's true. So all you have to do is if you go to MyTalk1071.com and just click on the Cat Video Festival link, you will see all of that right there and it'll tell you how you can take part in naming the additional kitten. Oh, little baby kitten Colleen. There is a little kitten named Colleen. I am pushing for a photo shoot with my kitten. A glamour shot. That a glamour shot. I, you listen. Glamour I just said shot. photo shoot, and then I was told glamour shot. And I don't. I'm not worried about what. I mean, I'll do whatever. Yeah, as long as to there's get close to a kitten. Denim vests and soft focus involved. I think that it's going to be great. We're all in. Mm-hmm. We are all in. Yeah, but the kitten cam is just what the world needs right now. So if you want to get a load of these sweet little kittens, uh, just go to mytalk1071.com and click on the Cat Video Festival kitten cam. Okay, so every day we like to check in on the MyTalk1071 Facebook page to see how our listeners responded to our daily snap judgment, the this or that question we ask every single day. What was the question we asked today? In honor of the first day of summer, which is today, by the way, we asked beach, lake, or ocean. Yes. Okay, so if you want to go to the beach, are you going to the lake beach or the ocean beach? And here's what our listeners answered. Amber said, lake, I'm a Minnesotan. Lakes are embedded in our culture, life, and style. Linda said, definitely ocean. No one on Baywatch would look good trying to run on the shores of Lake Minnetonka. And Nikki said, both sound amazing to be sitting on with an ice cold beverage and a chair in the sand. But since sadly I have never seen an ocean, I will have to say lake. I, I want to give that a ding, but also kind of a womp womp. Mm-hmm. Because you can imagine, let your mind roam free. Logan said, lake for days. North Shore, Minnesota is tops. Hashtag no salt for me. Mm. Quick around the room. Holly, lake or ocean? Ocean. Hold on. Oh, I forgot. Do to I get a ding? Yes, yes you thank do. you. Yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, Sonny? I'm going to go with ocean. Now, I'm going to tell you I was going to go with ocean, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you guys know this about me. My spirit is deep within Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say lake because I love to be on the shores of Lake Superior and just hear the water coming in. And I just love it up there. So when I was in second grade, yes. my teacher was teaching us about water and pollution. 
and I was in Chicago, and she brought a cup of Lake Michigan water, and so that's why I'm sticking with the ocean. Don't tell me about <laughs> Barnacles. Don't, absolutely, don't. Holly. Uh, Barnacles, absolutely. And the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> okay, and on that note, uh, hey, Lori and Julia are live from, uh, are they, they're at the Galleria right they're now, They're at right? the Galleria, I believe they're at Row Wolf. Wolf. Yep, so they'll be there for their entire show as part of our Food for Families broadcast. Tune into that or go visit them. We'll be back tomorrow on My